Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Nice Job, Painter Marketing Pros, and APC. Welcome to this episode of the Brothers of the Brush podcast, a podcast by decorators for decorators with me, your host, Chris Kerfoot. So, on this week's podcast, this is a odd one. It's been a while coming. Uh, the irony today as well. It's uh, St Andrew's Day up in Scotland, and we've got Andy Scott <laughs> up in Scotland, based in Edinburgh. And you're the we we talked about this um, pre-record. Your admin of the Decorators Forum now. Back in the day, be about eight years ago, there was a bit of friction between the two groups, weren't there? There was a little, yeah. There was yeah. A, little. a bit of handbag swinging. <laughs> a bit of handbag swinging, and we wanted to be a better group than Bros of the Brush. And, well, we got over it in the end. I, th- I think I, th- I think you've just got to grow a thick skin, and sometimes it's just bygones oh. are bygones, aren't they? Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of nonsense. Yeah, it's um, yeah. I think sometimes people on the groups, not necessarily the admin, but people on the groups don't help neither because they take yeah. sides and uh-huh. start slinging shit about. And it's, uh, but yeah, it's uh, we've been quite fortunate that it's uh, never got that bad. It was just a bit of bitching between the two groups. That's what it was. People, decorators are the bitchiest trade I've ever met. Like fishwives. Like fishwives. I'm a better painter than you. I can cut a straighter line yeah. than you. I can earn more money than you. I, I can sling. I, I can remember. I can remember on your group. We're on yours, where they had somebody that reckoned they could sling something like twenty-four rolls of paper a day or something yeah, stupid. Yeah. That was an octopus we had in the group. We got anything. <laughs> <laughs> you always get some cock swinging wherever you go, though, don't you? <laughs> I've always always noticed that if I say to someone, I've got five months work in front of me, they've got nine. Yeah. But if I if I get my paint for twenty five quid a ton, they get it for twenty. Yeah. If you've been well, to, no. if you've been to Tenerife, they've been to eleven Reef. That's it, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you find on on that subject with these? You know, I mean, we we've talked about how busy or not busy we are pre-record. Yeah. Uh, I try not to. It's something I don't like talking about because I'm busy, but I don't want to come across as one of them that's bullshitting and saying I'm busy. But it's it's the way I drive my business, but. Yeah. Do you think you get some that I see some people on social media, mainly Instagram? I'm not having a pop, and they put a little picture of the diary and say, "Oh, I'm I'm fully booked till September next year." And you're thinking it's only December this year, and I'm thinking, yeah. do they have that many customers follow them? Do they need to post it on social media? I think it's just a, it's like a, a ego trip for themselves eh, to say that I've got all this and I've got all that. Yeah. The thing is, with a a sole trader, which I am. It doesn't take much for your diary to be completely full. You can get one big job and that can book you for a month. You, you need about 20 good customers a year and that's uh-huh. it, I reckon. That's all you need, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, and 20 good repeat customers and probably a couple of new ones sprinkled there mm -hmm. and there and you're fine. That's all you need, Jared. Yeah, if, if you're good, it shouldn't take... Even like we talked pre-record with this dooming recession that's supposed to be coming, I think if oh. you work for people with money, you should be able to ride it out. Yeah. It's... For, for me personally, just I mean, this is just my opinion. It's not necessarily the right opinion. I think people at Mark struggle is people who are like six and up where you've got to keep eight oh. blokes going. The small to mid companies yeah, where you've got to keep the blokes going. You've got to keep the paint flowing, which we know oh. there's been problems with supply at times. Yeah. So if, I, if I'm using five buckets a week, oh. somebody that's got eight blokes might be using 40 buckets a week. He's got to source 40 buckets of paint every week. That's you know, and some companies are making you wait a couple of weeks still. Uh-huh. Well, so, um, I just find that we want... I've always just been myself. I've had an apprentice once, but I prefer just doing, doing my own thing. Yeah, clean yourself. Ranger. Lone Ranger. Yeah. I always start at 8 o'clock, but when I finish, I finish, and that's it. Yeah, well, that that's it. I'd be grudge. When I'd sort of work with me, and if I got done for three and everything done in my head, I'd do a bit in hand for the next day, and then i think, right, we're off home at three, but I'd be grudge paying him to go home. <laughs> that's the thing I like to go home and as soon as I've done what I've got done but with yeah. an apprentice hopeless plus he put, pay, he put a pair of steps behind the door on a job I left them on so that when I opened the door they rattled yeah and he, and he, he was warned that I was coming in yeah so the oldest trick in the book so he never lasted very long yeah he <laughs> was you just wanted a wage they're not most aren't interested there nah so Going back to the beginning, who was in the Scott household? The Scott household is myself and my wife, Linda, and we've got two boys, Kieran and Ethan, and one's 18 and one's 23. Yeah. They not followed you into trade? No, not interested. Yeah. Not interested. The youngest that... wants to be a politician. Oh, God. Oh, God. And <laughs> the oldest, the oldest one is just a party animal. He's happy working and he's retail job in Sainsbury's and gone party and he's not no ambition at all get out of his system <laughs> that's it he's just loving his best life yeah well that's it well, that's it get out of his system he probably you know a couple of years time think oh, I've had enough now yeah you know he'll, he'll come home and be married we're pregnant lass <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> so we can get in there. <laughs> so how did you start in decorating how long have you been doing it oh, 35 years nearly Jesus that's longer than me yeah I'm 50 um, so it's, 50, it's 35 years next year yeah yeah same as me then yeah I'm, I'm 50 32 days I'm 50 New Year's Eve yeah so it's like I'm, last time I was 16 I got my dad said if you want to leave school I'll get you a trade and that just happened to be a decorator yeah. It could have been anything. It just happened to be a decorator, so that's all that's all I've ever done. I think I had about three weeks as a silver service waiter. Uh, uh, I had aspirations of being a chef. Oh. Uh, and then I, I've said on my podcast, I saw two painters tossing it off and thought, that looks a brilliant job. It, and I'd, uh, it's, it's never been out like, but then I had another job invitation after that uh -huh. uh, with the lass I worked with, and I just didn't fancy it. <laughs> I went to look at job and shit my pants. <laughs> but uh, so obviously you've been in business coming up for thirty-five years. What's been your lowest point in business? Well, I started my business, own business, in, in two thousand and four, 
I work with, I serve my time with the company uh, and leave a wee sort of Edinburgh sort of small company where I had the same tradesman for all my apprenticeship. Yeah. The college and stuff and the, the same guy. And then when my time was served, I left, I fell out with the boss and I left and I went to a firm in Lonehead, which is just outside Edinburgh. And that was 99% site work. And that yeah. was an eye opener. But it was one of the best times of my life for a great laugh and banter. Yeah. And, but after that, I decided to go on my own because it was just too much the same. Magnolia yeah. White, Magnolia White. Yeah, counting down your doors, 14 same. doors, 28 yeah, door exactly sides. Same. And yeah, then you're doing it all again that. tomorrow with gloss. And then the ground workers would come in with their muddy boots and yeah. they tests and so, so I went on my own, but I forgot what the question was. What was that again? <laughs> what's been <laughs> your, I, what's I been your lo- what no lowest, lowest point? My lowest point. Oh god. My lowest point was when um one Christmas I had no work. Uh in January I had nothing. And I I, I had a young Kieran was maybe ten. And Ethan was maybe two or three, and I had no work at all in January. And I was actually calling on every single person for work. Yeah. Um, and I actually, eventually, I, I managed to ride that storm. And then the only other time was when I had very little work as I subbed for a guy for a couple of months. Yeah. But I hated every minute, held their time, and the wages were terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't live on them, eh? but that's the only two slow points that affecting me everything else has been pretty good really so, so going back to the first one that'd be around recession 2008 wasn't it oh, god i started in 2004 so the first couple of years 13 yeah, years probably, ago yeah. yeah probably would have been yeah yeah i, I remember it all there. remember it all crashing my house for negative equity uh-huh. I'd, I'd be working this week and I'd be thinking, shit, I've got an out next week. And then the phone would ring uh-huh. on Wednesday and somebody would give you a week's work. Say, oh, nice yeah. one. I've made it another week. Uh, that's what I was like for just yeah. over the January period. Yeah. That's why I was saying on the, before we started recording that I like to start following my January diary. Yeah. Like after August, September, trying to contact customers and saying, I'm looking to form a diary in January. You yeah. looking to get work done then, and most are like. Do, do you know? I think that's why I'm such a miserable sod at Christmas because all. <laughs> I, I think for us that have been, I mean, don't get wrong. For us that have been doing it years, I think years ago, it just comes from that thing where nobody wanted decorators at Christmas. Uh-huh. You that's needed true. more money because you was off and it was Christmas, but nobody uh-huh. wanted you, so you had less mm-hmm. money, and it was just patting it. Always used to be quiet January, February, and I used to hate it. Uh-huh. You know, now now I'm busy through then. It's uh-huh. nice to think, right, I think, was it 1st of December tomorrow? The greatest feeling in the world. Yeah, and it's it's nice to know you can cruise through Christmas now because uh-huh. you've got work booked up. It definitely. just takes a hell of a lot of stress off you. Oh, definitely. Like, you know, because you think, I'm sat at home spending money, I haven't bloody got otherwise. That's it, uh, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's a great relief when you can fill full January. Yeah. After, even if you can, even if you... You know, if you can't fill Feb and March, April, if you can get January full, then at least you've got that month to push on for the rest of the year. My take on it, I mean, I don't know if I was always right, but my take on it is when a lot of people, I mean, they still are, but when a lot of people was on monthly wages, Uh they'd get, like my brother, he'd get a payday just before Christmas. Uh And then at the end of January, you'd get January's, and then anything you was owed from Christmas onwards to end of December, because uh-huh. you'd get your flat rate. So they, they were then paying 
Christmas and credit cards off. Uh-huh. February was a short month anyway, and then after February, it started picking up again when yeah. people get back into the stride with money. Uh-huh. It's um, yeah, it's it's much improved now. It's it's better now, and the only the only downside is you've got your January tax bill at the end of January. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. Well, uh, I do it, direct debit for that. Are you? Yeah, well, we've got um, I've got a special podcast coming out next Wednesday, so yours will probably be out after it with an accountant that does uh-huh. QuickBooks. Uh, is a QuickBooks does QuickBooks training, and it's right. quite enlightening because it's it's all the Make Tax Digital twenty twenty four. That's right, uh-huh. and he reckons we're going to be getting tax bills every quarter. That's right, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, he, he reckons that's what they're aiming at to do it every quarter. Uh-huh. You know, and it's wow. quite enlightening what what he's thinking they're going to start doing with the uh, with solo trades people, and uh-huh. they're, they're going to come for us apparently before they come for the VAT people for the VAT oh, registered. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But well, that, I've got an accountant anyway, so he does all that for me. But so as long as I know what I'm paying, but what I do is I used to just physically save up my tax money, but now what I do is I do a direct debit every month religiously, and I can alter it if I want. I can put it higher or lower. And it covers maybe seventy five percent of my tax bills. Yeah. Do you do that to ta- do you do that to tax office or just to another bank account? No, I just I do it to the tax office, and you, and I, I didn't know you could on, do that. Uh, you can see if you go to the uh, government gateway, it's called. Yeah. Uh, sign at your government gateway. If you go down to the bottom or somewhere, and it's got a um, pay by direct debit, and what you do is you just pick a sum. Yeah. It pays it direct debit every month, and then you can also go on and check it. And just say for an argument, you've owed two thousand. I'll tell you, you've paid maybe sixteen hundred, and and it says you're only due four hundred. You know what I mean? That's so not. I suppose it's as good as it's bad because from their point of view, if you're doing that, and you default on rest of your tax bill, they're chasing less money. Uh-huh. But my only problem is I remember years ago when you used to when you overpaid your tax. You know when you SC sixty and seven one fours and that. Used to take they'd, they'd moan at you and fine you if you paid it late, uh-huh. but yet you want it back. They take six months to get it back. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, but you can take it out if you want. Yeah. So it's still locked in. You can't. You can ask. You can. There's a section and on it that you can withdraw it. So if yeah. you ever felt you're short and you really needed the money, yeah, something went wrong with Ban or something. Dip into it and get it done. But uh, I, I just find it takes a weight off me that I'm actually my tax bills nearly getting paid eh? because I've yeah. stung a few times that you go you got a big tax bill obviously July and then eight, and then January eh? so yeah holiday time and Christmas time. Well years ago I got I got done uh well they come after me for tax evasion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was it was a nightmare but ever since then I've had an accountant that was about 18, 18 uh-huh. 20 years ago. Ever since yeah. then I have an accountant and he's worth his weight in gold. Oh, definitely. You know, he's brilliant. Mine's brilliant. That's the same. I would never go by. I've got the same one since I started, and he, he knows me and I know him. And I, I think I, I'm just now staying your lane. I've got friends that are doing my own accounts. I think, do you know what? My accountant's 240 quid for a year. Yeah. It saves me that every month. Definitely. You know, and I, I just so think, you know let him stick to what he knows. I'll stick to what I know. Plus, you've got an official set of accounts every year. Yeah, which if you ever go for anything, not that I would, but yeah, guys go for mortgages. They've got, I've got. It's not just books. They've got the official accountant. Yes, yeah. 
Yeah. If tax man comes for you, you can point finger at somebody else to say it's his yeah, fault. He did it. Well, he, he does my accounts. No yeah. <laughs> so, so opposite end of your worst point, what's been the highest point? Yeah, the highest point is oh God, there's uh, being able to pick and choose my jobs. Yeah. Um, being able to actually get most Fridays off for the last few months, and I've just hopefully got to continue it. Are, are you doing four day weeks then? Well, I've always, I've always done very little on a Friday. I don't know, I don't know how it's worked. But ever yeah. since I went self-employed, I've managed to do a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday hard shifts and plan yeah. the job. And on a Friday, I've always had maybe just a bit of glossing to do or a bit of eggshelling or something yeah. I've finished at 11 or 12 but yeah. now I'm thinking I, I can actually square up the job on the first day stay, so stay late stay till half six on Thursday and finish job up each, Chris I don't even stay that late if I stay at half six my wife thinks I've been kidnapped <laughs> I I must admit I tried four day week at the beginning of this year I got uh, bored after about I think it was about six uh, weeks I caved in and went uh, back to work Right, well, if, what I normally do on a Friday is, if I'm not working, is I, I like a nice clean van. So I clean the van or tidy the van up. I get materials for Monday. So I, you could probably classify that I am working. Yeah, it's sad, it's, it's, it's no, it's work that I enjoy. Like yeah. going to clean my van makes it quick. I hate a messy van. I'm most yeah. day. I like my paperwork and order. I'm, I'm, I've posted notes all over my van. If anybody phones me, I, I write on a post-it note, stick it on the dash. Everything's in order. Once they're dealt with, it gets binned, and then the next, the yeah. next one gets written. Um, and then I'll, I'll always have my materials for Monday. I never go to a supplier on a Monday morning. I hate it. <laughs> I hate I'm it. I'm a bit like that. I've just had man some delivered about last week for a job in March. <laughs> no, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. I, I just I just stack. In. I have a storage spot in in workshop. I just stack yeah. them all in there. I've got a storage plate unit, uh, well, no unit, like a, it's like a big metal shed in the garden. It's massive, actually, but um, I don't store that much. I don't store that far in advance. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just like to know, guy. More so with prices going up, uh, and it's, it just, I, I reckon it saved me well over two grand a year driving to Merchant. Definitely, people have, yeah. I've, I've know guys that they get to a job and then they go and get paint. Yeah, they see the room and. Right, Mrs. Smith, I'll be back in 20 minutes, half an hour, and the way to the oh, come on. Yeah. Get your, your most work's done in the morning, I feel. Eight yeah, so that's, I've, I, I go in spurts. I'm I'm uh, religious with my breaks. I have my phone on, do not disturb till my first break. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I just go in till first break, have a break, straight until dinner. Um, and then afternoon, I slow down a bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I find that works best for me. I, I find that I, I push the job in the morning and then any afternoon work is a bonus for the next day. Yeah. You know? three, three o'clock onwards, I slow down. I normally, normally say I'm proper bloody religious with my stuff. I have a cereal bar about three o'clock just for that boost of sugar. Just energy boost. A, a cup of tea, a bit of sugar and energy, slow down, because otherwise I find a call at shop and end up buying loads of shit. Uh-huh. You know, and then go home, I don't fancy eating my tea. So I just oh, save a cereal bar till three o'clock. Uh-huh. You know, and sit and have a cup of tea, get my phone out, make a list of what I need for the next day. Uh-huh. With little bullet points. Make a list uh, of what you need for next month, for next year. No, ne- ne- next day. <laughs> next, th- th- This is how bad I am. I've, I'm obsessed with lists. I have a list. 
it'll say like Mrs. Jones and it'll have a list of what I, I need for next day. Uh-huh. And then when I get home, I make a coffee, pull up on uh-huh. drive, take off van what I don't need, put on van what I do need. Uh-huh. And then even under that Mrs. Jones, it'll have day one, day two, day three, and I'll have it broken down into what I need to do. And I'm that bad. I don't even put Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because if you end up a day behind, it messes with my head. So I just have day one, day two, day three. There's nothing wrong with that if it, if it yeah. works. It works. <laughs> so, you need to lie on a couch and somebody to chat with you. I think about that. I've been and done that. <laughs> that that's how I found that out the list obsession. <laughs> I've got an obsession with post-it notes. I'm, I'm bad for that, but I'm no. I can scumple them up and stuff. I'm no like that. No bad. Yeah, I've I've got lists on my phone. Lists, tasks, remind. Yeah. I talk to my watch when I'm driving to work. Set myself no end of reminders. Oh, yeah. you know, I, need... my reminders are just my post-it notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? So what's your biggest struggle in business that you could improve on? Yeah, my biggest struggle. Uh, my biggest struggle in business. I think I do actually okay, Chris. To be honest, I'd, yeah. I'm, I've not really got anything that I, I would pinpoint that I would make me. I get up every morning. I start at eight every morning. I'm happy at my work. I, I, I like my job. There's some jobs that are not so good, and you think mm, I'm not really keen on this job, and maybe it plays on your mind at night a little bit. Nothing really that I can put pinpoint. I'm estimating can be a bit of a pain. Yeah in the evenings but what I try and do is I try and do them on a Sunday is it normally a Sunday I do them Sunday like Sunday mid-morning when like everybody in the house is like doing their own thing and that and I just yeah. go out and do my estimate and, but nothing really that I can think of really like yeah it's good, it's good to know it's good to know somebody's somebody doesn't have any struggles I mean I'll admit man I'm shit at getting me counsel on time probably the only wife, thing I'm shit at no, my wife yeah. does my accounts I'd oh, look at that. Knows what I you're in. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a hey, boy goes in the bank. I just keep my receipts in a bag or a, a, a container and get it to my wife. She doesn't have it. She does my, no, my books, what do you call it? Yeah, books, but the accountant does it. She hands yeah. up the accountant all tidy and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she she sort of tidies it up a bit for accountants. Ah, so like accountants build it to big. I ah, like a bookkeeper. It's all he actually is really impressed. It's all spot on. Yeah. yeah. So I got, I got a discount for him for her doing that actually. Well, well, that's it. Man, same. If it's in some sort of order, he charges you less because it's less headache yeah. for him. Ah, yeah. It's not just like a carrier bag, you know. Yeah. Well, next next one, subjective. When did you realise you've made it? If you've made it in your head. Then I go made admin of the DF forum. No. When I got kicked out of Brothers of the Brush, no, what was it? Um, Are you still not in it? I'm in it, I'm in it, I'm back in it. I just I watched know. it. No, I just watched it. No, when yeah. I've made it, I don't think it, I don't think anybody makes it. I think you just, you, you either, you like your job, you don't, and you're busy, you're not. I think, um, I've made it in the sense that I can get Fridays off. I can pick and choose my jobs. Yeah, to me, to um, me, that that's my idea of making it uh, cherry picking your work yeah. and finding a balance. Uh, yeah, and I can yeah. have a holiday. My wife's self-employed as well, so we can sort of jump in the girl and get our holidays and stuff. Eh? So I, pretty, I see a lot of guys on the forums that are working at like eight and nine. I feel so sorry for them. And yeah, I don't. Sometimes I think that 
there may be no managing their work properly that they have to do that. And, yeah. But, or, or maybe they do, I don't know. But. I, th- I think some, some of it comes from, especially if, if you're new to the trade or newly self-employed, you're hungry. And then combine that with a bit of lack of knowledge without being condescending, a bit of knack- yeah. lack of knowledge how to run a business. And then I've been there myself where you've worked all hours being a busy fool because you're frightened to death that they might not yeah. be work next month, so you take any work uh, that comes. Yeah, well, I see no every week. Every week yeah. I see no to someone. No. Yeah. I, don't work, I hardly ever work a weekend. Very, very rare. And if I work a weekend, it's on my terms. It's, it's because I'm uh, having two days off next week or... I says to my wife, I might have, um, I might work the week because Christmas is weekend this year. Uh, I says I might work the weekend before Christmas, because uh-huh. I've got a kitchen in, and then I might finish on the Wednesday. Uh-huh. So it's it's on my terms. I'm working then two days, but in return I'm getting two days off, so I'm not finishing Christmas Eve. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd rather finish, work through the weekend and finish up a bit early. I don't uh-huh. even know how long I'm having off yet. Well, I'm I'm going back on the third of January, and that's pretty early for me, but that's because I'm going to Tenerife. Yeah. For a wee break. So I thought I'm not going to have Tenerife work a couple of days and then have another fortnight. I don't really need it. Eh? So, yeah. So I've got a nice job to go back to, which is good. So, so, where, so where do you see Andy Scott's business in five, ten years' time? Uh, plod, I'm probably still doing the same, but pretty much a lot less hours. <laughs> I don't think I'll be retired. I can't afford that. I'll be 60 in 10 years. 60. It's, it's like your bloody mirror image of me. <laughs> you're gonna go to you're gonna go to your job because you enjoy your job and you can't afford to retire. No, I can't afford. To, I, I could probably afford to retire when I'm sixty five or sixty seven. A problem. I've got a pension, but I don't think it's got to cover me for a lot. But um, I don't think anybody's will will they unless you've been paying shit loads in. Nah, so I think I'll probably if touch wood health allows. I think I'll have my niche customers. And then just plod away with them and maybe have work two or three days a week. And that, that's exactly my plan. Build my customers up, cherry pick the nice ones that don't give me shit, that pay on time, and just that's go out for, for a bit of spending money. Get a, me out of house. That's a that is a pain for me. Some people that didn't pay. I always get paid. No one's ever, ever not paid me. But some people like to power play when they pay you. Yeah. And I, I hate that. I think I hate the people that think they've got a bit of power over you. Yeah, it's one of my, one of my pegs, but touch wood, it's it's very rare it happens now. I think longest I've waited in the last three years is a week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've I, been I, quite I, lucky. I get, I get paid quite quickly, but yeah. I hate when people say, that's the bank transfer done, and, you, and then you go home and you check it, and it's not there, and you why is it not there? And, I, I had one other week, and it paid me while I was wrapping up. <laughs> I, get, I get that sometimes with some people. In fact, I got paid today for a job I'm not finishing until tomorrow. Yeah, but it's just a wee one, so it's not too bad, eh? But yeah, some people so, just yeah, so, if, so, if, so that's all right. If you could go back Christmas Carol style, uh huh, and give the young Andy uh-huh. some advice, uh huh, what would it be? Learn spraying, learn spraying. Have you, have you still not going to it? Nah, nah, no nah, intention, nah, no yeah. interest. Yeah, I've, I've done it. When I was an apprentice, there was spraying, but it was um, Portaflake and Portatone. Yes. And then it went to Latex, late, late uh-huh. uh, late, late and Flake. Uh-huh. Yeah. We'd done that, and, and then I went to the firm in Lonehead. They, he started buying Greco sprayers for the new builds, and I just 
I just can't get my head around them. I just the cleaning, the filters. Colin Bidwell has talked me through umpteen times, and I just can't. My brain just goes into a. I, th- I think sometimes th- this is where the courses quite can be quite good because they give you hands on. Uh huh. And if you go and do the course, then it, uh, it it gives you the kick up the arse you need to progress and push yourself further forward. Uh huh. Yeah. I definitely see the benefits on some jobs because I've done a, an external last summer, and I got the my sprayer set up and Colin had talked me through it, and I I bought the paint and I was just with the first coat, and, and when you come through, and I had to thin it, and I thought I had pails and sheets and pipes, and they were all twisted and. People, you know what? It's it's a bit like paper hanging. I, I find it. Where your first hour, uh-huh. with, like you, you've masked up and you're going to spray today. Your first hour, I engineer uh-huh. it like your paper uh-huh. hanging. You plan like a race car driver. You plan your route you're going to go. Uh-huh. Which way round? Say if you're spraying the kitchen, you plan which route, route round you're going to go and walk walk your track as such, uh-huh. and then get everything set up. I I rarely start spraying before ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So I start yeah. at half eight. So I get there, get everything set up, make sure it's running water through. I've learned that to make sure it runs water before paint. Oh. And then get me painting, then have a sandwich, then make a start. Right. See, my problem is I'm too rushed. Yeah. I like to get in, get in started, and I'm not got the patience to slow everything down and yeah. take my time. Take some doing. Whereas if I'm doing a Harlan job, and I can I know that I can put my sheets down, get my brush, get my roller, came chat captain chunk, start yeah. cutting it. It might take me forty times as long. Yeah. I know I'm working and I and I get it must be psychological that I see paint I, I think know. that's I think that's where the obstacle is with a lot of decorators that are put off spraying or attempt oh. spraying because they're looking at it's it I call it elastic band effect. It's like you're stretching it, stretching it. Uh-huh. Because you're masking and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere. That's the thing, yeah. And then, then when you start spraying, it's it's like take a plastic door, for instance. About three quarters of an hour to mask it all up when it, while it's on in the doorway. Five minutes of coat. Uh-huh. Is you just got to get your head round that you're going to be masking a fair bit, and then you're going to twang catch back up and catch your time uh-huh. back up and probably shoot yeah. past your time. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. and I think that's a big obstacle for a lot of decorators. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm and that's why you get the ones. Oh, I can cut and roll quicker and whatever. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't really. But I just feel I'm just not technologically minded with yeah. spray parts and filters and cleaning and pressure. But but then on the other side, I think all this we spray everything is bullshit because you yeah, can't spray, you can't physically spray every job. You talk to a sprayer. I spoke to Colin about it. You cannot physically spray everything. You've got to have a mindset and think, am I going to gain any time by spraying? And then uh-huh. what I'm spending on sundries like extra, because we all we mask a lot of stuff, but when you're uh-huh. spraying, you're masking more and you think that extra 30, 40 quid I'm sp- spending on sundries and that extra gallon of paint, am I going to make that back? Yes. Uh-huh. Right, I'll spray. No. Right, I'll not bother. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, exactly. And that's what a lot can't get their head round. Yeah, I, I don't sure that's one I'll never be a... I wish I'd stuck in and tried that a bit harder with the spare bit. I think I'm too old now. I've got a a a, a basic Wagner that I bought, and I've also got a, a one of the ones the HVLP ones. Yeah, I've got it for column. 
I, got, I bought it during the lockdown and that's never, it's never been out in the box. Still in box. <laughs> it's just lying, lying in my storage here. I've never touched it. Papering is my thing. That's what yeah. I like. I like wallpapering. That's See, I, I, I used wallpaper. to look, I used to because it was taxing on brain and takes a bit of thought and you can't uh, switch off like a campaign to, but now there's that many papers that are fannies to hang. I just say, I can't be arsed with uh, I give I give my customers a list of what I want and what I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no shout house. <laughs> uh, I actually I've done a couple like, I fell for them, but they were actually okay, but basically they all eh? But uh, papering is my I've always because when I serve my time, um my journeyman was a, a keen paper hanger and he did all the best jobs in the company for mm. paper hanging and I was with him and I've always got that learned from him sort of thing, watching him and yeah. watching him cut, watching him pace, watching him fold. And it was just, and I've always liked that side of the trade. Um, See, when, yeah. I, when I did mine, we did wood chip. Uh-huh. Or other end at scale, he did mural spec on civic jobs. Yeah. Never uh-huh. anything in between. So that's all right. I knew. Wood chip, uh-huh. wood chip and lining paper on mural spec. No uh-huh. in between. <laughs> you know, so that's had to sort of learn. When I went on my own, I had to learn to do the uh-huh. stuff, you know, Mrs. Jones front room stuff. Ah. Uh-huh. Because well, it was stuff I never touched. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's, um, are, are you a book reader at all? I am. I'm a yeah. fan. I'm an audible listener. Oh, any any good recommendations you can give us? What's your genre? <laughs> Was it mixed? No, I, I'm not a fiction lover. I'm not a fiction lover. At the moment... I've sort of gone down this path, not on purpose. I read one and it sort of led me to another and another and the podcast books. Uh-huh. And I won't go as far as saying the self-help because they're not self-help. They're lot, sort of like, I don't want to sound all hippy-drippy shit. They're like um, self-discovery oh, they are. sort of stuff. You know, like a mindset, more mindset sort of thing. And, you think, and, and, that makes sense. And Middleton sort of stuff. You know, sorry? And, and Middleton. No, I've not read his. Um, there's what's it? Ross Edgley. I've read his chap that swam ramp coast. Oh, I know his, what you mean. All the ones are. Yeah, it's, I'll, and I'll then the the other ones are like uh, like a mindset. I go up. I'm at five a.m. club. Well, I'm, right. I'm extreme. I've I've always got to go one better. I'm in quarter five club. Five a.m. Right. club. I go up at quarter five every morning. Apart <laughs> from week, weekends, I have a lie in six o'clock. People all laugh yeah. at that. That's my lie in on a weekend. And I'd, I have the golden hour in the morning where I read, sitting uh-huh. just peace and quiet for 20 minutes on my own, no devices, nothing. And then I'd, I've got gym three mornings a week. But it's it's like self-development where you switch off to a lot of noise and shit and negativity uh-huh. and just uh-huh. be happy for what you've got. Flash cars don't impress me anymore. I just think, yeah, I used to want a flash car. Now I just think, couldn't give a shit. If it, as long as it goes, I'm not bothered. No, definitely. I'm not that. I'm that way inclined. Your health is your wealth. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that sort of it's that sort of mindset. Your health is your wealth, uh-huh. sort of thing. Yeah. I I, I I could list a million books, Chris. Like, I my, I'll read everything from. There's a book called Shantaram. It's about a guy in Australia that goes to India. It's based on a true story, I think. And he comes into drug dealers and. He makes a life for himself and he helps people and uh, it's quite a good book. There's actually a series on um I've seen it on the TV. I don't know if it's on Netflix or something. 
Yeah, uh, it's called Shantaram, but I, I like a lot of um, historical stuff and like factual stuff, like uh, millions of books. I read them constantly. I actually have. What I do is I, I listen to the books and I email Audible and yeah. return it, and I get my credits back every month. So I didn't lose a credit. I've been, I've, I've had a tailing off a few times from them, eh? But I do. do, like do you know, I've, I've often wondered if it's Titus, Scottish or Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I can get something for nothing, I have it. So I've got, I've got, I have any credits. I've got. No, I had two yesterday, and I thought that's not enough. But I've actually got four now because I, I sent two books back. Yeah. That I had read, but it didn't click. It they were finished, so they, they've just they gave me my credits. I think they've. They can't be they can't be bored with me anymore. They just do what they as well. well. It's part part of Amazon, isn't it? And I think they just make nah. that much money. They don't give a shit, do they? Nah, it's all about it's customer just, service with them. Uh, so, I, but I like more but I also a few podcasts as well. I like my podcasts. Yeah, I actually pay for a podcast twelve quid a month. It costs me, but it's absolutely hilarious. It's called Top Flight Time Machine. I've not, I've not heard of it. No, I've not heard of that one. There's a guy called Sam Delaney. And then a guy called Andy Dawson, and um, they just talk about everything and nothing. It's really good. It takes your mind away from everything when you're working, you know. So yeah, that's about that really, and that's that's about it. Yeah, but I like my book. And any any other podcast you can recommend? <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, there's a guy, a guy with a bald head that I've noticed a couple of times. Yeah, possibly um, another, but he's actually quite witty. Chris, yeah. that's his name, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a plug on DF. Oh, that'll not please anybody, that. Yeah, I'm going to say they'll be happy about that, can't they? <laughs> I, you know, going back to that, I could always tell when we got slated on Decorators Forum because we'd get an influx and we'd be like, I mean, we, we at, at time we used to have like three admin. And we said they must have kicked off on Decorators Forum because somebody's mentioned Brother Brush and we're getting influx in about 10 minutes of 30 people wanting to join. Uh-huh. And they say, oh, it must be kicking off on there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can see that going down well if you plug podcast on there. <laughs> I'll plug it, no problem at all. I'll plug it. Yeah. That's no problem. I mean, who's left? Who, who is your admin on there now? The you, Phil and Dave, is it? And that is? Me, me, Phil and Dave are the main admin. Yeah. Um, and um, there's. So a few others are moderators. Yeah. It's, um, Stuart Tweedle's a moderator, and he's also an admin on the wallpaper group. So he runs it for, I don't, I don't do anything on it here. Yeah. Um, See, Dave, Dave's, Dave's a decent guys. bloke. I've met Dave at Decorating Show. He's a nice enough I, bloke. I, Dave's a great lad. Yeah. I've, Dave was the first guy I spoke to on DF, like on the phone. Yeah. Like, three years ago now. Like, um, he's a good guy, like Dave. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, so going back to this, what would you be your best advice for selling yourself that sets you apart from the others? Punctuality. Um, always, never late. I'm never, ever late. I, I get all my customers, they just can set their clock by me. Yeah. I arrive in the morning, I tap the door just before 8 o'clock. If, if I'm late, there's a very good reason. Do you, do you sometimes pull up round corner at 10 to 8 if you're early and then just roll up at 8? Every single day. Yeah. Every day. I leave the house at seven o'clock no matter where I'm working. 
And sometimes I'm I'm round the corner at twenty past seven. Yeah, <laughs> and I just you, see, do you know it sounds like I'm talking to myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every morning I'm round the corner. Do, do you I, think it's an, an age and a generation thing? Then it must be because I, I was brought up from my dad from a young yeah. age. Right, he used to when I was sixteen as an apprentice, he would say, "Right, Andrew, up you get." And like, yeah. your feet would hit the floor, and he were up. See, I had it, I had it drilled into me. Eight is late. Uh-huh. That would drill. The, I mean, don't get me wrong. I start at half eight now, but yeah, I, I, I I work half hour extra because it just suits me. My, my routine in the uh-huh. morning with kids and gym and what have you. I start at half eight and finish half hour later instead. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But I, I, I always, always drilled into me. Eight's late. Uh huh. You know, it's, I, I'm always eight o'clock eight, unless it's an old old lady or a, I can make it half eight nine if I really yeah. have to, but. I think, well, I, I always said to them, they'll say, what time would we be coming? I'll say eight o'clock if that's okay with you. I uh, don't mind going at nine max because I don't want to yeah. be over an hour late coming home myself because I like uh, my, my time to be, you know, with kids and family at night. That's one of the reasons I get up at five in the morning so I can uh, do anything like admin or anything. And then when I get in, home at night, it's not stealing time off family. Oh, uh, definitely. It knocks me off my track if I have to start at nine, like, but. Yeah. I do it for old people because obviously they're maybe struggling to get up or that that's why I never look at jobs before work either for the same reason. Because yeah, I if I get to work if I if I get to work at nine and start, in my head it'd mess with my head. I'd be thinking I'd be an hour first one if I hadn't been to look at that job that I probably won't yeah. even get because they want it doing next week. Definitely. I'd never do that ever, ever. I've had yeah. people saying that can you come before you start and say, No, Thursday night on my way home or Saturdays, Saturday uh-huh. afternoon. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's your choice. If they want me to look at it, they'll fit around me. Definitely. Yeah. I, I've no. Um, I've never go before work. It's always a Sunday or if I'm nearby, I see I could pop in on my way home. But that's yeah. Well, I, I, well, that's why I do the Thursdays if it's nearby. If it's a bit further away, because I sometimes work out my area. We'll go on the Saturday, but we'll go out with kids, have a picnic or oh. go out somewhere and then make it part at day where I just call for half hour on way. Yeah. You know, we'll go out 30 miles out that way and we'll find somewhere where you can go for a picnic or something to eat or for a walk yeah. and then call a job on way back. I mean, I've got to say the same as you, something like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I take my wife sometimes at the weekend and we go for a long drive and then yeah. so I just got to in to see the job and then we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> We have a running joke. We can't go out on a Saturday without Dad calling into Tool Station or uh, School Fix. <laughs> <laughs> date, date night, Tool Station or School Fix at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you see the trade heading? Oh, I see the trade heading. It seems to be in a good place just now, I think. Yeah. I think, um, obviously, it's getting better and better with like Sanders and all the rest. It's getting a lot easier and a lot cleaner. I don't see. I don't see as many apprentices now, but then I, mean, I don't know if that's. If I'm just imagining that. Now there's there a, there's a, a big shortage, isn't there? There's a shortage uh, of tradespeople, and there's a shortage of people coming in. Uh, it's. Yeah, I, yeah. I think a lot of them are being pushed off to uni and college, bit school. So they yeah. say, look how well we've done. We've got this many students to college. Yeah, I think they should. The school should um, push for a lot of youngsters that are in the academic to go doing the trade route because you yeah. can make a good living. It's a good job. You can make a good living being a decorator if you want to go self-employed and 
It's, it's almost like they've turned construction trades into a dirty term, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, and kids well, don't want to do it because it looks like a bit of hard work. Uh-huh. Well, there's a lot of that that's good. The, yeah. the mentality because nowadays are definitely different. Yeah. When we were young, it was like, I, I worked really hard when I was like 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. And the money was rubbish. Yeah. Now, now they want good money. <laughs> and they want to have their phone all day and... £27.50 on my first wage for week. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. YTS, Young, Thick and Stupid. <laughs> well, do you remember when they were out? You used to YTS? I know, I don't know YTS. I started at 16 and I started a full apprenticeship. I was really lucky. Yeah. It was, I think it was 35 quid I wrote for that. Oh, bloody hell, you snob. I, I went from YTS <laughs> to apprenticeship. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I started as a... 27.50 quid a week. It's like slave labour, that, isn't it? And I still gave my mum dig money. Yeah. That, that money. When, when, I, when I was on 80, when I started my apprenticeship, I think started at 63. I think it used to go up every six months. And I remember I used to pay 20 quid a week board and think I'll be robbed. I'd gladly <laughs> pay 100 quid a week now. I'd be a millionaire. No, my two are the same. The fact yeah. that um, it's too much to get charged. I said, well, add up what you get for your money. And then go yeah. and buy a flat. I'll rent a flat and see what you get on. Wake up call. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your uh, your favourite paint product or paraphernalia that you're currently using that if I was going to take off you, it'd crush you? Mm. If I said, right, they're not going to sell that anymore because company's going under. No, Scuff-X is the ultimate for me. Yeah. I use it, God, I can't, I would not touch any other water-based woodwork paint. Yeah. I know it's not a weed work paint, but it is a weed work paint. But it's honestly, it's an absolute dream. And yeah. There's arguments in every, I don't know about your forum, but on DF, there's arguments all the time about people saying it's grey, it's not white, it's blah, blah. It's, we it's we don't get arguments. Uh, Last time I remember arguments like that was, can you remember Ticarilla Super White and it had that lilac tinge to it when you opened uh, Bucket? Yeah. Uh-huh. I've never had a customer turn around and say, oh, that looks a bit lilac. No. Nah. Or, yeah. or, or I use super white, and I've never had anyone say that doesn't look right. Yeah, it's like, and I use a clip for sealants, just McPherson's Eclipse. I don't use anything else for sealants. I'm, I'm that, going back, I'm, I've got a stock of anti reflex, and then once I finish that, I'm going back to Eclipse because it's half the price and just as bloody good, I think. It is, honestly, yeah. it's a great product for the money, like, yeah. And who looks at sealant anyway? It's like, honestly. And scuff eggs from a woodwork. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, uh, oh, that's the best product I've, I've used, ever used for water-based system like. Can you remember Mythic? I do, yeah. Uh-huh. Did you ever try that? I did. Colin used to buy it. And, yeah. Uh, I've used it on a couple of his jobs. And it was that was really good as well. That, that was like, to me, that was like an early incarnation of scuff eggs. Uh-huh. I know it's a different company, but that's like what, Scuffex was like a well, you, you had Aura, didn't you? You had Mythic, and then the uh-huh. next one up when it come out because it goes in circles was Aura, uh-huh. and then it went on to Scuffex. You think these are just getting better and better, aren't they? Uh huh, definitely. But I just actually, I actually been buying from Benjamin Muir Direct, but I've just noticed that the paint shed are stocking it now. Yeah. So I, 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 I tell you where I got some from, <clears throat> and I don't know if they're listening to a podcast. Because we've spoke about it many times, Aft Primer and Scuffex were ultimate combination, and then Airshire Decorating Centre started doing deals on it. I, I heard that, yeah, 
Yeah, where you get two and a half of aft and a gallon of scuff eggs for something like oh. 120 quid. That's a good price, yeah. That That would be thought prices shot up, though. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure what I'd be for scuff eggs. I do know that Benjamin Muir, it's in slow. They gave me a, a 10% discount because I was buying quite a lot. Yeah. I had to argue for that. I just kept saying, because well, when am I getting a discount? Can I get a discount? And eventually they said, right, we'll give you one because you're actually buying this product all the time, yeah. Yeah. They, they, Craig there, all that's off to him. It came with right idea because everybody got 5% off. Uh-huh. And then if you bought more, you got 10% off, and that was it. Whereas some of the other companies, depending uh-huh. how Pally was with the rep, was how good a deal he got. But everybody uh-huh. talks behind closed doors. So it was like, how come he's paying that for his and I'm paying that for mine? Whereas Benjamin uh-huh. Moore, everybody was on the same rate. Uh-huh. You know, and it just, it's just saved a lot of confusion, a lot of bitching. Uh-huh. You know, but, all the manufacturers, but if people see Johnston's paints and you see it on the forum that somebody's paying £40 pound a ton and somebody's paying 25 or Well, me and, or a friend of man, me and a friend of mine tried this. We went to Johnson's. He's, he's based in Leicester. I'm based in East Yorkshire and we're both on 47% discount. All right. But the 47% discount I get is dearer than his 47 because he sent me right. a receipt for his for his latex. Wow. And it was a it was a few about four years ago. He was paying 18 quid for a 15 litre bucket of latex. I was paying 24 quid. Uh-huh. But we still both had 47% off. That's mad, dude. That's mad. Yeah. I gave up I gave up that argument when I, I left Johnson's. I fell out with Johnson's. Yeah. I fell out with the manager in my branch. And I moved to the paint shed and I swore to that day I would never argue with what the paint costs. Yeah. I would just go in, buy it, and charge it to the customer. Yeah. And obviously I had a wee little bit for the driving back and forward, but I, I was getting bored going into Johnson's and somebody was saying, oh, I'm getting it for this. And I, I was getting on my nerves. I thought I can't yeah. bother. Well, I, 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 I went into my Johnson's and for cleanable, five litre cleanable, they want the 76 quid. 76? Yeah. That's expensive, yeah. This this was about a year ago. I could walk into Independent across road, Uh 55, and do you know how they get it? They walk across road and get it on their account from bloody Johnson's. Oh, no. It's bloody 22 quid a tin cheaper. That's crazy, yeah. It's it's just mad. It must be because they're buying in bulk. They must yeah. be buying in bulk, so they're getting a better price than they can give you. Yeah. But uh, so what's what's been your best investment work wise? And don't say dustless sanding because it's a cop out. <laughs> best investment, my best in- my van. There you go, my van. Yeah, best that's a good one. Yeah, I used to work at a car when I first started. No, no, I did. Yeah, I did. I worked at a Mondeo estate for a month. Yeah, and then I got a wee combo. Um, and I've had a few vans since, but no, my van's my best investment, like because it's like my work costs, my my office, yeah, it carries everything. I need. Money maker. It does everything I need, and touch wood, it's been brilliant. It just it just goes. It's not even it's not even new. It's a '62 plate Renault Traffic. Yeah, um, but and I, 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 I have a Nissan Primestar, and it's essentially a Renault Traffic with Nissan badges on. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. it means you've got 102,000 on the clock. It dries like a dream. And I, and I spoke to my accountant just lately and I said, I was thinking that we get a new van. She said, is your van working fine? You know, I went, ah, it would be great. She said, don't <laughs> even think about changing it. You are you are talking to yourself because I, man's <laughs> what? I can't remember what mine is. I'm a bit, it's not that I'm sorry. I've got private plates on, so I can't, I think it's 2007, mine. Uh-huh. Like I say, it's a Nissan. 
It's got. It's just got to, clocked to 165,000 this week. Drives yeah, a dream. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the year, I looked at vans and I thought, shall I lease a van? Shall I buy oh, a van? Do you know what we did? Bought a camper van instead. Different way you go. That's <laughs> but, for everybody, yeah. But bought, bought a Renault Traffic camper van. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a new work van. That's what it's down yeah. as a new work van. All right. That's yeah. great, but I've got a camper van, but it's good. Yeah. Kids all love that. Oh yeah, the kids love it. They think it's mint, but it's, it's work van. It just happens to have a bloody fold out bed in back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, the van's definitely a good investment. Yeah. And obviously, Dusty Sanders, they are a great thing to carve, eh? but there's lo- another one um, is the, I bought a wee, um, one of the nail punches, the spring loaded nail punch. Have you seen them? Yes, I've broke mine. I need to order another oh, one. They're brilliant. I absolutely love it. The I spring's bent, it. so it, it, won't, uh, it won't fire properly. Yeah, but- but I thought this is a gimmick, but they actually work. It's yeah, they're brilliant. I, I can't remember where I got it from. I think it might have been Top Deck Brush thing. Uh-huh. But I need to order that. another one. <laughs> just, I'm just <laughs> going to make a note of that because every time I get out of toolbox, I struggle with it. Uh, you, I keep I thinking I need to get another one. I'll probably be able to pick one up on Amazon now. I, that's what I got mine, Amazon. Yeah. But we, uh, uh, we touched on this earlier. Do you have an end game or an exit plan? You know, you're going to go to your drop like me, aren't you? Nah, I've not got an exit plan. As such. I'd love an exit plan when I could just say, when I'm 65, I've got to burn all my tools and when I'm yeah. just fire and, and <laughs> throw and burn my overalls, but I don't think it is. I think, <laughs> I think I'll think i be on a job when I'm 90 and I'll just drop down and they'll just turn me out with the rest of the sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrap, wrap, wrap me up in the sheets. <laughs> so, is, is there any takeaways you can give listeners takeaways takeaways um, if you're self-employed just be honest work hard be punctual be fair yeah uh, just the normal stuff in any everyday life eh? if people I think people make a make a good impression I think I think a job's won within the first two minutes when you walk into your house. Yeah. You either connect with someone or you don't. Yeah, connect right away. Yeah. Uh, I always take my shoes off every single job. I think people like people might laugh, but I do it. Wooden floor or no or carpet, I always take my shoes off. Um, it's getting harder to put them back on the older I'm getting, like, but... Slip-ons. I've got, I've got, even when I'm at working at workshop, I've got some sketches that are like elastic laces. People will laugh, but it's just like slip them on and off when I'm in and out house. <laughs> but I, I, I was taught similar ways. As soon as I get a fan, if I'm starting a job tomorrow, as soon as I get a fan and walk up to the door, I have a dust sheet in my hand. Uh-huh. And when you walk in, I throw it down in front of me and walk straight in. Uh-huh. You know, and give your feet a scrub. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I just take my shoes off and. And I'm always clean and tidy. I leave their house spick and span or hoover up. And if I've got to leave materials or page sheets, I have to be a computer and I make it all nice and neat. And yeah, it's just to stay things if you want if, to make an impression, you know, I find lasts forever. Yeah. So I know you'll remember this because you're my age. Room 101, three things yeah. that you'd been because they piss you off. God, who's that been? People that. Boasts that they're making thousands more than anybody else. I can't be bothered with that. I hate it. Yeah. I hate people that boast that they're on £15,000 or whatever, 30, 40, 50. If you're on 50000 a year, they're on 
75,000 a year. I hate boosters. Yeah. They were all in the same boat. And I, I know for a fact how much you can probably make a week. And yeah. people come in with ridiculous amounts. You say, if you, you're, you're ripping somebody off. Yeah. Or there's no way you're earning that kind of money. I hate boosters. Everybody, I, I like to see people doing really well, but I think boosting is a, I hate people that boast and big headed and there's a lot of them going around, like, but I hate it. But have a bit of humility. You can, yeah. fall, you can fall as quick as you go up there, you know? Yeah. And you always meet the people on the way back down that you screwed over going up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I get rid of. What did I get rid of? <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm actually thinking of what's in my van. It's lying there for years that I've never touched. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to be work related. It can be out. Oh, it can be anything. Oh, oh yeah, it doesn't have to be work related at all. But I actually know this. I've been listening to all the podcasts. Hang on, do the World Cup. <laughs> you're lucky, I'm not, know, a, you're lucky I'm not a football fan because I'd be ripping piss out here, but I don't know football, so you're safe. I'll, I'll get ripped for that. I'm, I'm, I couldn't care. <laughs> I, mean, I, I watch everybody playing. I'm one of you kidding. That doesn't worry me. It's like, if they won the World Cup, it wouldn't be boring. Do you know, yeah. I, I got ripped years ago because we had a sweepstake on site and <laughs> they were like going to bookies, right, who are you putting your money on? Well, it wasn't a sweepstake. They were like, right, we're going to go and put a bet on who are you putting money on? And I said, France or Italy? Uh-huh. And they were like, fucking hell, you're not patriotic. I know, fuck all about football. I says, from what I've, when you used to be up early on a Sunday morning, you used to have that Italian football thing on. Oh, I and I says, just from seeing bits of that, they play a better class. Oh. I mean, I don't know if it's the same now, but then they played a better class. They kicked the ball, it went to where it was supposed to, and they were more precise and faster. <laughs> and I think if I remember right, God, this would be about over 20 years ago, comes at final, England versus, uh, sorry, Italy versus France. <laughs> uh, and they rip piss out of me for not backing England. That's just end of the day that they weren't good enough. No, no. Well, well, I think they'll go quite far. I, I think they'll go quite far this year. Yeah. But, um, I, From I'm what I've seen, they seem to have turned it round and got a good squad. Uh, Whereas I, for years, think, they seem to have had a bunch of prima donnas from what I've seen. But I'm, I'm no expert. I just like a wind up. I put a, I put a daffodil as my profile pic the other day because. Yeah. Just to annoy people, does not bother me? People in Boston, the the middle ones a joke, but I can't think of anything else I would really get rid of. Yeah. Wet mornings, got your work. Wet morning. There's another one. When it's raining. Cold, cold, dark, and wet. Wet. I can't stand this time of year. I really struggle for motivation at this time of year. It's just. It's. I find that when you're getting stuff with the van and you're walking to somebody's house. And it's bucketing his rain, and you've got yeah. to try and like get in the house, and you're all wet. And you're trying to do it in as, as as least trips as possible yeah, to your van. It's so it's just so uncomfortable. Eh? Yeah, oh, on a nice summer's day and that. But we live in Britain, so we're not going to get many of them. <laughs> now I know you're not big on these, but where can we find you on social media? I know um, you're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook, but no, as I, I no as my my business, I'm on Instagram, but. I hardly post. I really should make a bigger effort. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on Twitter as well, but I've really not done nothing with that. But I follow the usual, and uh, I've got a few on Insta and that, yeah, that I, I follow, but I'm just no... 
I love how some people do the instas where it's like Wesley Knight's brilliant. He does yeah. all the music and the, throws the wallpaper at the wall and it's papered and yeah, great. I can't. I'm useless at that kind of thing. Eh? So, but so I, if you go on my my Instagram page, there'll be hardly anything on it. Maybe five photos or something. That's about it. <laughs> but I need. I really need to try harder. Yeah. So. Finally, outside of work, what hobbies do we have outside of work? The hobbies. Work, work, and more work. <laughs> I don't need really, hobbies. I'm not really got a hobby to be <laughs> honest. I like, I like washing my boots. Yeah. Um, I sometimes go snooker and that with the boys, but really, other than that, me and the wife like to go like. Long drives for something to eat and that up north yeah. of Scotland, and yeah, okay, maybe, maybe go away early morning. And that's like my hobbies, like doing that, or even on my holidays and that, you know. Yeah, I know that's they got a hobby as such that I could call that that's what I do, yeah. Yeah, that, that's a bit like me. We're like, man's holidays, holidays, going out for a day, uh, you know. It's yeah, I, love that. I, love I, that I couldn't say I'll play football or play golf, I go fishing, I like to go out for a walk, or uh, uh-huh. I suppose well, walking's an hobby. We go up north to up to Ben Nevis and book a hotel, have a meal, stay the night, and then come home in the morning because the boys are older, eh? Yeah. Well, that 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 was originally our plan for this camper. We were going to buy it in five years' time when uh-huh. kids are a bit older because Mother Half grew up caravanning, and uh-huh. I was like, no way, not caravan. I'll compromise camper. I love it. I love the camper. I think I love it more than she does. But we want to go and do NC five hundred up your way. Right. That that's on bucket list to go and do that and just travel. But me and Scott Barney that sometimes jumps on podcasts. We we've been talking about doing um, a mobile uh, podcast where for a week oh, yeah. we both go in uh-huh. camper van, Max and Paddy style, uh-huh. and, and we travel start up north somewhere, probably Scotland, uh-huh. and work his uh-huh. way down and do five or six stops and do podcasts with decorators. Oh right, yeah, and do a mobile version of it. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, Edinburgh, I'll do the Edinburgh one. <laughs> yeah, well, we said we'd probably start in Scotland and work his way back down, uh-huh. you know, and end up down south somewhere, but do it over seven days. All right, that's a good idea, that. And just stop off and get, you know, get people to come and join us and drop in and do a podcast sort of thing, come for a couple and a podcast, and Definitely. then we'll move on. <laughs> Mobile one. Definitely, that's a good idea. <laughs> but... Um, it's been great to finally get you on because we've arranged this a few times and stuff's going way on it. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way, definitely. But I've enjoyed yeah. it. It's been great. But uh, whoever had thought, eight years ago, whoever ever thought, admin of one Facebook group and admin other are chatting on the bloody podcast. There you go, yeah. Yeah. We've grew up. We've grew up, Chris. You've lost... Did you not hear it at the start eight years ago? Yeah. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> is nearly there. Mine's is nearly there. Yeah. But, you must uh, save yours, you know? Oh, sorry, you know, shave your head. I'd, yeah, but it's it's through choice because I've hardly got out. I need to have a shave as well. Well, I say, I say about it, I've got a lot of hair, but it's really fine, so it, it looks worse the more it is. And it's it just when I shave, it's just like ping, ping, odd ones. <laughs> you know, and I just think I'd, I've, there's, there's worse shit I can lose in my hair, it don't bother me. I just think, oh. do you know what, rather than have it looking a mess, I'd rather just shave it off. Just shave it off. Easy. Yeah. Be streamlined. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I've considered shaving, shaving it. You know, like proper oh, boulder yeah. ball. Uh-huh. But I I've don't know. I've done that a couple of times. 
Yeah, it's yeah. really shiny when you do that. It's short now. Well, my, mine's shiny because of this bloody LED light above me. It looks hell of a lot bloody worse. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't do me any yeah, favours. Like, I've, got, I've got a light above me. I can see how he's shiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank, thanks for giving your time up, Andy. I really appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks, nice Andy. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, you Bye. 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 Cheers. Bye. I hope you enjoyed these podcasts as we delve into people's lives and stories. Whether it be the ups, downs, wins and losers, we've all been there in some shape or form and we aren't alone. I'd really appreciate it if you're enjoying these, if you could show your support by subscribing, sharing and maybe even leaving us a cheeky review on iTunes. Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.